Alright guys, we're here for another episode of the MC Anime Podcast. MC Anime here, and then we also have fellow co-host. How you doing? Hello? Hello? Christian, hello. Pretty good. Let's redo that. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, okay, hello. Here we are again for another episode of this podcast. How was your day? Um, it's pretty good actually. I'm feeling rejoiced and ready to talk about potential topic of Demon Slayer. This is also the fifth episode of the MC Anime Podcast. We're going to show you what is Demon Slayer. How Demon Slayer is impacted in the anime scene, what the story is, the plot, basically everything that is mostly Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer related, yeah. <laughs> so, like, what is Demon Slayer? That's the question that people automatically will ask. <laughs> what is it? Well, Demon's Warrior is an anime that is, it started airing, I believe, in 2017? Mm -hmm. No. Oh, never mind. It started airing in 2020. Yeah. My bad. Um, it, was it is adapted from a manga. It was published in Shoulders from February 26th to May 2020. It's like 23 volumes. So we had to keep that in mind. Yeah. Uh, Wiz Media was the publisher, and yeah. also semi-published. It had a total... Yeah, Ma Manga Plus Plus. Oh, uh, yeah, it had a total of 207 chapters. Mm -hmm. Really long manga. Obviously, it got longer, but still, this is a pretty good length for a shonen manga. Yeah. It went on for a pretty long time, from 2016 to 2020. Um... Very... We got a very interesting cast of characters also in here. And talk about them in a moment. Yes. Uh, and it was serialized by the Shonen Jump Weekly magazine. Mm-hmm. Also. And as a result, um, the manga got popularity in the Shonen Jump series. And then when Ms. Media made the anime adaptation the manga was directly used for the inspiration to create this TV show. A.K.A. anime. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The TV's adaptation is mostly based on the actual original manga, and usually, traditionally, it's just put the... put the uh, panels in there, Copy the panels, make the panels move, and then give it color, and then give it voice acting. That's how it usually is done. Oh, yeah, but to be honest, I have read the manga and I have watched the anime more than one time. And if I am being honest, they just didn't grab the panels and just put them there. No, they really did put a really good effort into making this anime. Yeah, yeah but they, they take the panel itself... And then slowly by yeah, that's the basic premise of doing an anime. Each frame, and actually make it a visual image that the manga is limited what it can do. Yeah, they're just limited. Uh, what can the author do in one week, basically? <laughs> yeah, if it's a weekly manga, like it was in this case. Oh yeah. And the, and the normal is basically about 20 pages, 23 the most, weekly. And yeah, you don't have a lot of room to work if it's just that. Yeah, so, you know, that's the main selling point. And the anime typically comes later, so you gotta sell the manga and circulation and get it going. And then if an anime comes along, then you get like a the company to go in production. And then you also have to put in action of not the show in action but build it up and make the episodes too oh yeah so 
Now that brings us back to Demon Slayer. We got a little tangent related. Um, so when we hear the title Demon Slayer, it reminds me of like titles like Goblin Slayer and things like that. Your job okay. is to slay the demons, and the demons are being slayed by the typically usually humans that are going after them. What do you think? Yeah, this is a very good title. Like it is basically the whole premise of the manga: just slaying demons left and right. <laughs> and yes, it has similar titles to other anime, other publications, the term Slayer is just literally used to prevent the particular creature at, at question from being a threat to humanity in that aspect. Exactly. Alright, so how are we introduced to the story in a particular episode? Okay, so on the first chapter of the manga, or the first episode of the anime, um, we got this boy called Tanjiro, and he's coming back from cutting some wood. He's coming home, and... No, I mean, he's going from home to sell the wood mm -hmm. in the town because and he has a very big family. Yes. They are about, I believe they are five or six siblings, if I'm not mistaken. And they just have their mother and he, their dad already passed away. So it's up to big brother Tanjiro and their mom to sustain the family. So yeah, Tanjiro has to go on sell his goods in the town so he can raise money mm -hmm. uh, for his family so they can eat and well so we we say we have a typical family who's just barely surviving and the put and the main character typically helps the family to survive and uphold financial and basic necessities to survive basically yeah fundamentally his role is to support the family and in this context, Tanjiro is also a teenager, so he has the, he's upkeeping this role as like a father figure in providing for the family. No. Okay. So with the so we had that scene where he's taken out in the snow, and then. Something drastic happens. What is that result? So when he's going back from selling and uh, from selling his things in the city, um, it's gotten pretty late. So um, so and he's going back to up to to where his house is. And someone's passing and tells him, like, hey, dude, it's getting very late, you should sleep here. I believe that was someone he called his uncle, yeah. but I don't really know if he's family or yeah. not, or if he's just another person that it is just a very good friend with the family. And this setting was gone for multiple days, so... He had to leave the family in order to get the supplies that he needed to come back with. Yeah, so then he stays sleeping overnight in in this dude's house. And then he says, like, yeah, it is very dangerous to be outside at night because there are demons and you can die, basically. Oh, yeah. And... Lo and behold, the next day when he goes back to his family, what do you think happened? Well, what we observe is the tragedy of the family being gone and just a spree of... 
It's a spree of the family lost. They all tragically pass away. What? No. Got another hour. And in that yeah. setting with everything going on, it's very keen to understand that the pa family passing away is very traumatic for Tanjiro. Oh yeah. And to, and there's also irony in the situation as well. Do you want to explain that irony? Um. Well, yeah. That he just got very lucky, to be honest. He barely survived. Mm -hmm. uh, like. They were just telling him, like, yeah, you you should not go outside at night because there are demons looming around and you can get killed. He just went back and saw his whole family killed by demons. And and the irony in this, uh, humans and the demon relationship is that the demons used to be humans and then the humans become demons and the demons yeah. become humans. That is the relationship here. The formal demons that we're seeing are formal humans that turn into flesh-eating creatures and have supernatural abilities and strength as well. Exactly. And the irony of the situation is uh, Tanjiro's sister. Oh, that's what you were meaning. <laughs> Got a little slow there. So, yeah... Um what happens is that he sees his whole family slaughter and murder, but he notices that he's the second oldest of the siblings, Nesuko, that is his little sister, basically. She survived, but she's very wounded and she's at the brink of death. Oh, yeah. So Tanjiro tries to rush back to the village so he can get someone to help her and save her, but he then, when he's taking her to a village and he trips and falls into a pile of snow, and when he go, when he stands up again, he sees his sister that has turned into a demon, basically. And, uh, Nezuko in this case, is afflicted with a curse. The curse is now she is transformed into a demon. She is the responsible party and resulting of the massacre of the family. Tanjiro's rest of the other family. So Tanjiro only has her as the remaining family, but she's now a demon. That is very atypical in that aspect. Usually you don't have a family member who's now a flesh-eating monster. Well, not in real life, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you could have a bad family and, you know, they have the secrets in the past, but <laughs> this is usually not the case, typically, with the main characters. Yeah, this is, this is not the regular case. But then, the rest of the anime is just basically going to be Tanjiro's struggle. Um, okay, so what happens next is that his sister Nezuko, she loses control and because she's a demon, she tries to eat Tanjiro, basically. But this is well... Yeah, because she's not aware yeah. that he's her brother. Yeah. She's just a demon, like... But she, she doesn't have any will of herself. way of the concept that he is family. She does have that concept that... Yeah, but not yet. Not yet. That is but a little bit later on that she gets that. Afflicted and actually begins a new plot. Which, you know, the plot's to find a cure to, to which vote her back to a human. But until then, she's in the demon form and becomes a member of the 
fighting party as well. So, it's kind of interesting yeah. to see. It is really interesting. <laughs> and now, through this uh, struggle to find the cure, Tanjiro and Nexico, uh, Nezuko. Nezuko is introduced to the Society of Demon Slayer Corpse. The Demon Slayer Corpse is organization that wages war on the demons and as a result it's like a demon hunter in a way. Yeah, it is an organization that basically dedicates themselves to hunt demons so they cannot harm any civilians. The only thing is that it's not an official organization, it's not recognized by the government, so they have to work kind of like under shadows, basically. Yeah. Uh, under a secret society. Exactly. They because demons are a thing that not everyone believes on, yeah. but they are an actual thing, because you can see it on the first episode, like, they were talking about the demons at night, but... And Tanjiro thought that it was just a legend, that it was a myth. Yeah. It wasn't real. And so, this struggle against demons have been going on for centuries. So this is not oh, a new yeah. conflict. So of course there's going to be an, a secret society or organization to meet the demand for the demons wreaking havoc on humanity. Exactly. And, you know, we have... It also goes back to... We have this history of conflict. Demons versus humans. Typically in this scenario... Demons versus humans... Uh, humans are just fighting for survival... And the demons are just preying on instinct to attack the humans. It's any story that's in that relating relationship of... Not only for survival, but they hope that one day everything can be reversed, at least come to an end. Yeah. The whole the the point of the whole story is basically that, like mm -hmm. trying to find a cure for Nezuko but at the same time fighting demons. But the other thing is that Tanjiro mm -hmm. um he he doesn't want to fight demons. Every time that he sees that he fights a demon and has to kill it, he feels sorry for the demon because there were once regular person that breathe and walk like you. Like they were just regular human beings. They and just got very unlucky. These demons are former humans, sold the humanity in exchange for power. In the exchange for power, they feed on humans. And as a result, possess supernatural abilities such as super strength, magic, and regeneration. Yeah, but not all the demons not uh, became all, demons. These, they, because of that. they have oddly worldly characteristics about them. Yeah. These characteristics are basically definition in who they are and the demon hierarchy. As it was as a, another way to say about it. Um, yeah. And the 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 driving fear with Toshiro, Tanjiro, and his sister is at any moment the demon sister can go into a rampage like. Um, episode like she when they first met each other, coming him, you know him coming back. Yeah, she can just doesn't doesn't mean problem that she has to stay sane so she doesn't go in rampage and ends up killing a human. Yeah, because at that point she'll have to be killed and there will be no more hope. And the only way to deal with a demon that is rampaging against humanity is to be, well, decapitation via weapons with an alloy known as sunsteel. Exactly. You cannot do it with any other 
with any other metal no it has, it has to be it has to be it has to be that the one specific that specific one it has to be and stone still has origins like similar to sunlight so the poison extracted from uh ricea, ricea flowers is basically similar to how as sunlight deals to like vampires starkly and there's a reason oh, well, why must in this case. Yeah, there's a reason why demons in the night go hand in hand. Good in the oh, yeah. good in the day, bad at night. The yeah, evil are high in the daylight and come out at night where the daylight doesn't make them out in the open. Yeah, they're basically a version of a vampire, you can say. Yeah. You can see like that. They cannot go out in the sunlight because they will get just burned and disappear. They're just burned to ashes. And be gone forever. And then the uh, demon slayers that fight these demons are also not normally, nor ordinary humans as well. Oh no. They're very, well, different. To be yeah, to be part of the Demon Slayer, um, to the or of the Demon Slayer's corpse, you have to pass a certain test. Yeah, and it is a very difficult test. Like Tanjiro's, um, his his sensei basically, the person who teach him how to use a katana and how to fight. Um, in the past, he has sent numerous amount of of students to to the exam, mm -hmm. but I just know of one, only one of the big number that he sent that could come back. And and even and that with, is, yeah. and, and with that is Kiyo that we met that we met at the beginning. Demon Slayers also have an affinity. So that affinity is usually based on the elements or the particular power that they possess. Oh yeah, Tanjiro and also based on their master. Yeah. Tanjiro it's also based on the master. And they employ techniques which is known as breathing styles which grant them the superhuman strength and increase resistance to fight off the demons. Yeah. And the breathing styles is not something that is 100% fictional. It's also is yeah, it's based. It is yeah. based on actual breathing techniques that exist in real life. Yeah, it's uh, based on martial arts that are like enlightening. You have a cool, a calm mind means a calm body, so you can respond quicker. You also have less levels of stress. You also have increased endurance and stamina if you employ techniques to help your breathing so you can actually have an advancing combat it's not as much as Demon Slayer puts it out to be but it's important to at least acknowledge in the terms of Demon Slayer in the show correct but yeah and these breathing techniques, they're different. There is obviously some basis for them. Mm -hmm. um, wait a moment. The base breathing techniques. Uh, yeah, there are some base breathing techniques. And there are some others that that we see later on that mm -hmm. are just like derived from the base yeah. ones. But yeah, the the principal breathing techniques, like the base ones, are flames, water, thunder, wind, stone, moon and sun. Those are the base ones. Yeah. A lot of other breathing techniques. Mm -hmm. Throughout the show, but yeah, they are just derived from from these seven base ones. 
And and even so, I think the the first five are derived from the last two. I don't I don't really remember, mm-hmm. but I think it is like that. The breasts of the moon and the sun. There were the they were basically the first ones to be used by demon slayers. Mm-hmm. They are the most ancient ones. And also, you know, yeah. um, here's a popular quote. Um, in order to sue the spirits of those that killed and make sure it claims no further victims, I will swing my, my blade down and lop off the head of any demon without mercy. But it will not belittle those who regret their actions and suffer over the things they did as demons because demons were once human because they were like me. That is the fortitude of Tanjiro in the anime. Like, that's how he separates himself from the other demon slayers. Oh, yeah. You know, Tanjiro is just a very passionate person. Mm -hmm. And his personality is like intelligent, gathering, kind at heart, willing to forgive. Oh, yeah. Normal, typical character who had a missed strength he had to own that strength so he's not a main character that is naturally born with strength he has to train to get to achieve that strength oh yeah he has to train a lot so keep that in mind you know other like Naruto might have natural ability it just needs training to unleash that ability but Tonjiro has no no such natural ability it has to all be learned and honed in. Yeah, everything was just little by little learning, um, strengthening his body basically, so he can be able to slay those demons later on. Because I'm telling you, beheading. Like cutting the head of any any human being or animal in general is not an easy task overall. And you know, and how Nisiko became a demon ties into the major plot lines of the major antagonist, the first demon. So that just gives you a head up on how the history of her being a demon. Oh yeah. But they get I, into that yeah. later on. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it because it actually ties into more. But that's just a little bit background of how she became a demon. At least give an answer that is good enough not to spoil too much. Yeah. So, as they come together to find a cure... Is a is there a self discovery process or a journey to find it? Well, in the journey of Tanjiro searching for a cure for his little sister, there's a lot of stuff that happens, and he first needs to become a demon slayer, which he does. Mm-hmm. He becomes a demon slayer and getting the lowest rank for now um, and he's assigned missions and he has to go complete his missions kill the demons and then take a break and then keep going and in this journey he meets a lot of people and the two main persons being Inosuke and Senitsu who are going to be basically yeah. His big companions for the rest of the show, basically. And, uh, keep in mind, uh, Toem, Tomem, uh, Ka? Yeah. Gia, I think it's his name. Oh, Tomioka? Yeah. He plays an important part in when they f- he first encounters the sister and as a demon slayer tries to put it out and then he eventually trust Tanjiro with and you might be skeptical at first but eventually helps him to maintain the 
the urges of the sister as the demon. Yeah, he helps Tanjiro a lot, mostly because yeah, he he's the one that was going to take out Nesuko. Yeah, but um, he saw that Tanjiro tried to desperately um, to to evade to make him to make him miss basically mm-hmm. so he wouldn't kill Nesuko and then afterwards when he is knocked down he sees that Nesuko is trying to protect him oh yeah so then he also saw that Tanjiro has some promise as a fighter and that's why he helps him um gives Nesuko that that bamboo basically so she doesn't go biting anyone by accident yeah and then calming effect yeah. He's like the big yeah. brother for for yeah. Tanjiro. And then we have another introduction to the Brandon crew. Zen Zenzixu. Zenitsu. Zenitsu. Yeah, Zenzixu. <laughs> it is funny when you pronounce names. I don't know, like <laughs> Zenjitsu, I Good, really interesting appeal to him. He's yes, and this is a very interesting character, and he's the first one that we encounter. And Tanjiro is going, he's going uh, back from a mission. Yeah, he's going to another one, and actually, Senitsu was in the same mm. in the same test that Tanjiro too when they became Demon Slayers, and. There were only four persons that passed that specific test. Um, one of them was Tanjiro and the other one was Sanitsu. I'm gonna we're not gonna talk about the other two right now and we're gonna get into them later on. But Sanitsu when Tanjiro is going back, he finds Sanitsu basically screaming to to a girl in the middle of the road. Yeah. And because he has a very. Senitsu say, yeah, Senitsu is basically like the crybaby of this show. Oh, yeah, but he also has a very carefree uh, attitude on life. Oh, yeah. And somehow unconsciously because he... fighting with a sword in a sleep mode? I don't know. Oh, yeah, we're going to get into that now in a moment. But. Senitsu is very carefree in life because he basically says, like, yeah, I'm a demon slayer. I can die at any moment, so I should just live my life the best to the best that I can. Like, enjoy the most that I can, mm-hmm. <laughs> basically. Um, and, yeah, they... How do you say this? Um, he encounters Senitsu, he saves the girl because Senitsu was like, yeah, you have to marry me or I'm gonna die soon. And he saves the girl and yeah. takes Senitsu with him, basically. And they are headed to this home. It was it looks like a regular house, but when they go inside, um, they find out that there's a demon there. Well, that's why they were assigned to go to that location. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the part where they find this demon that can is controlling this house. And I'm not gonna get into much details about this fight or anything, but they complete this mission and. Oh, at the same time while they're doing the mission, they find another person that is gonna be Inosuke. Now we're introduced to him too. Okay. And that uh, he was also in the house. And so far we just know that it is a person behind the boar's mask. Oh yeah. That's kind of a pun. There's kind of a pun in his name in Inosuke because. Um, mm-hmm. the words wild boar in Japanese is, is you can say like Inoshishi. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of a pun in his name, Inosuke, because what he has a boar mask. For me, it's now like we talked about some of the the, ca- the characters being supporting characters. 
along the journey to find the cure, how do these characters interact with Tantrio and the sister to become the fighting team we've seen them become? Well, at the beginning, obviously, mm. they're not in very good terms, mostly. Yeah. Because then he's suspicious because Tanjiro took him away, took the girl, and basically let the girl get away. Yeah. <laughs> and then later on with Inosuke because he, he wants to kill Nezuko because he just sees a boss with a demon. Mm-hmm. And... Senesu is trying to protect the boss because he remembered that Tanjiro said that that boss contained something that was more important than his life. Even though Senesu had felt before that inside the boss there was a demon. True. He still tried to protect the boss. And that tells us a lot about Senesu's character and his personality. That he, Tanjiro is just a person that he just met, basically. And Tanjiro, and he just told him that inside the bus there was something that was even more important than his life. And even though they just met and everything, he tried to protect the boss. Even though he also knew that there was a demon inside. He tried to protect the boss with his life, basically. That's also an interesting point. Demon Slayer is very... A lot of characters, they're introduced, some have more impacts than others. It's the fight to become the demon versus the human. The human side of you always find the demon. But we also have unique fighting style and the affinities and the breathing techniques. How does that translate into the actual anime itself? Does it transition well? Do they have fights that actually transitional periods for the character to build them up? Well, there's a lot of stuff that is coming now later in the manga that I don't want to talk about because there are big spoilers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those characters, like, the way that the persons are, the way that Tanjiro is, the way that Senitsu is, the way that Inosuke is. Yeah. Like, that's gonna have a big impact later on. And what the story keeps progressing. Slayer does really well in capturing is there's many different fighting techniques, and they're not based on powers, they're based on the technique of the user using the sword and the weapon associated with the technique itself. They have a really good animation style that actually captures unique universe of Demon Slayer. Oh, yeah. The animation, the animation for this anime is just top tier. I give it a 10 out of 10 to that animation. The animation, you can see that it's taking time to illustrate each individual scene with specific detail instead of, like, flat detail. Because I know sometimes the process to make the animation is rushed so some aspects of it might be a little less refined but in this scenario it is carefully done to where it doesn't interfere with watching the show you can just each frame is individually captured to provide the detail necessary not to distract the audience from the show itself So, what should we talk about now? So we keep going on to the... Yeah, well, Ooh. the animation... Well, you also have the different fighting sequences. Like... Oh, yeah. How would someone depict the fighting sequences with the demons and the different techniques? How does that translate to the screen from the manga? Well, the- they do it really, really good. Um... I didn't read the first chapters because I had already watched the anime. I just kept reading from where I left home from the anime. But I did watch, uh, I did read some of the fights that happened later on in the movie, um, Mook and Train. And yeah, I feel like. Let me tell you, I let me tell you something. Yeah. The anime does it way better. Why? 
because ju just just because the animation is so good <laughs> you see in the in, you see in the anime that mm. when they do the breathing forms they oh, got yeah. this pattern like style that is it, it feels like it is from the manga and right? also another aspect of the fighting style that i have seen i witness bear witness to is mm. it's not it's not a typical fighting scene of other anime it's more focused on the movements of the character it is like a portrayal what actually based on martial art fighting concept should be constant moving around avoiding the target trying to gain the advantage over the target and actually be one up them in a sense to actually be better than them and actually win the fight. It creates. It's like as if real martial arts was taken in consideration when for the inspiration of fighting itself. Yeah. And it feels realistic, and you can relate it, relate to it. For they're not like the abilities that they have; they're not powers. It's based on fighting alone and achieving that through great skill associated with it. Exactly. Like they're not power users. Power users is totally different. Oh yeah, they are yeah, born with those powers. And here now, they have to develop the powers. Yeah. It's not only power itself, it's more like they have oh, unique yeah. abilities associated with the Abilities, yeah, yeah abilities. we can call them abilities. They have to develop these abilities. Yeah. It's not like they are born with them. Mm -hmm. Well, they, they just have to develop, but there is obviously certain compatibility with elements and here well yeah that's like but, your natural affinity type of thing coming yeah. out what you best at yeah but at what, the end yeah. of the day everything is just effort yeah the more effort you put in the more better the fighting you can be and throughout the story this is true because not only can someone be weak and become strong the weak the strong can also be weak in the sense of humanity and morality as well. Oh, yeah. So you can be really strong and be like a top-of-your-class type demon slayer, but you lack what is necessary and basically weakens you as a character in characterization. If you have that weakness or that flaw about you, then... You're more relatable as a character. Mm hmm But yeah. Um, as this story is progressing, we're going to see more and more examples of that. Mm -hmm. In this new arc, we're going to see something very interesting. I'm not going to say what it is, but we're going to see something very interesting towards the end. Maybe in the last one or two episodes. And, of this new and season. The and the episodes are not like super continuous of like one episode leads to the next. It's a slow build so if you like a little bit out of order you can still enjoy the show and it won't give major spoilers if you skip ahead. It's like a slow build, a slow progression in nah, episode to episode. I don't, I don't really think it's like that. Like, if you miss an episode, you're going to miss a big part of the story. You miss the fighting and building aspect. But it's not like I miss one episode and then all of a sudden there is... Uh, it's not like you miss an episode and there's a power upgrade. You know, stuff like that, it's still kept within consistent lines of story. Oh, well, yeah, it is like every training arc. Yeah. Like, you're not just gonna learn this something like from one episode to the other one. episodes ahead, not like 
15 episodes, you know. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it no. is like that. Mm. It is like one of the training arcs in Naruto when he's developing his Rasen Shuriken. Mm. Yep. It just didn't happen from one episode to the other one. It took a lot of episodes. Yeah. It does. And a lot of different stuff happened during that training. But yeah, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the training... The training within um, Demon Slayer is really significant for... It captures individual training and strength building in the character. And this is the resolve... <laughs> Of what they're fighting for and why they're fighting it uh, as well. Mm-hmm. I would really like that aspect more than anything else. Like, the reason why it blew up in popularity is for animation is really good. The, the story is more relatable than other anime has been seen before. Oh yeah, that's also story, very, that plot line, it is it's very, very likable characters as well. Oh yeah, super likable character characters. more than maybe others that came before it. No, no, for sure. Like, you interact, the audience capture and perception of the character is very key. And I feel like Demon Slayer... Captures the tension versus humans versus demons, but also provides the human aspect and a little bit of the demon philosophy if they actually are able to form words and their determination as well. So, is there really like a particular part where we see the main character act as he does, but take a tremendous change in how he will respond. Yeah. It's really captivating to see the ongoing struggle and how it presents itself in the story. Like, it's always there. And not many stories find a consistent narrative into which the 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 fit in the struggle. Usually it's just like, it's just particular arcs and that's the the main story, but the entire thing is demons within Demon's Slayer, so it has a, a consistent theme, what do you think? Well, there is a reason why this anime is so popular, to be honest. Well, yeah, because yeah. there's different aspects that... Provide people what they have lacked, or the lack of is now shown, featured in the story itself. Exactly. There's always something to find what you like, whether it's the the animation, the fighting, the storyline, the interaction of the characters, and how they perceive and how they want to fight, what they believe in. Yeah, and as we were saying overall, the characters are way too likable. <laughs> Which, you know what? If you have too much likable characters, then it's really hard to, for people to find the particular favorite who they resonate the most with. Uh, if you like everybody, and you have like an equal sense in who they are kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know, well, what makes uh, Demon Slayer a show to be compared to others that came before it? What does it do differently that it numbs it into the plot? Well, the biggest thing I think is for me that it is not like any other generic anime where the protagonist is just so key from the beginning, mm-hmm. from the get-go. Um, I 
also the, the story overall. Yeah. I think it is more mature than some other animes, and that's also a way slow likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like we keep going back to, like, you know, the theme of demons versus humans, how it presents the story, um, as well as... You know, the supernatural aspect is really interesting. It's not... It's different than the other supernatural aspects we see. There's depictions yeah. of them as well in the story and genres. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think Demon Slayer is gonna pass on to the future as one of the big shonen animes that everyone has to watch mm-hmm. well it is like that right now it is an anime that you must watch if you well okay right. saying you must watch it is more subjective in mm, most opinions nah, 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 nah. it's an it anime must that watch. It, mm, must watch must watch there is no must in my watch. opinion it is a must watch oh okay so Mine's more objective. We already know Christian's very biased, so he he came oh, with the topic. Yeah, sure. We already know that. But oh, yeah, sure. um, Demon Slayer is one of those anime that has a unique plot where the animation tells the story of the struggle with you know Tanjiro and Nexaku. But as That's as yeah. Like, we have a family dynamic that's very strong. We Family ties is very important. And those family ties, it's the goal to become stronger. Fighting, fighting what you don't know and then training for what you don't know to become better at what you don't know actually provides a pretty good storyline. It really does. It's one of those anime that's new and fresh. It doesn't have many that that came before that is similar, like super similar. So it stands by itself. It's a stand by itself series that you can watch and enjoy and get involved into the plot and actually get invest yourself in characters that are likable, that are reasonable, that are relatable. You connect to them. You connect to their struggles and feel for what they're fighting for and be involved in the story as if you're the character yourself. Exactly. And it's also relatively like not a long investment in the episodes. Typically the season's like 23-24 episodes. So they're easily watchable and you can divide the process over like many days instead of just one day I would not typically say to binge watch this series for there is details if you do binge watch it you have to watch it again because there's more details you missed I feel like a couple episodes here a couple here of there really provide satisfaction to seek out more episodes instead of just binge it watch you know, it's typically for the anime reboots to binge watch the entire series and get it done as fast as possible. But this series, I feel, is an exception to that binge watching example. How to watch anime? What do you think? Yeah, it's not relatively long it, you're, to binge watch. To, yeah, you're gonna have to rewatch it eventually. You, you forget aspects of the show that if you binge watch it all at once, you lose characterization, you lose different small things in the story. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to be honest. When my anime, when I was first introduced to Demon Slayer, like, in official capacity... Was my club trying to watch it, and I tried watching it, and I was like on the fence about it. 
-hmm. I didn't know what to make of it. It at that time I was mostly involved with, like meetings for the for planning the anime convention that the club was trying to do. So watching the anime kind of got me distracted because I was only focused on something else. And after not watching like the first episode and getting involved in it, I avoid watching it for the remainder of the club's semester. Yeah. And I haven't like fully watched it in depth, but I feel like what I know and what I feel is a series that I want to watch. What do you think? Yeah, um, for me, what happened is uh, I binge watched uh, the whole thing in yeah. like a night. You didn't follow my advice, apparently. <laughs> but it is a show that gets you really invested once you started. I guess it your investment is really seeing. I guess your investment is just watch out everything and then rewatch because you got nothing else to do. Eh. Uh, that was in the past. Right now, I'm pretty busy, That's so I <laughs> don't got oh time for God. that. <laughs> oh, wow. So you're saying that it's not worth your time to rewatch it? It is worth it to rewatch it. So why you not rewatch it again? Is it why not? Because I already read the manga, and I'm just waiting for the new seasons to come out. Excuse like the new arc that is coming out right now in December, the Entertainment District arc. Oh. We're gonna get introduced to one of the to one of the Hashiras. So you're telling me, well, I like worth the way in the new arc coming out. It gets me excited, so maybe I'll rewatch it so I'd be caught up to the new arc. Is that what you're telling me? What I'm telling you is that you should rewatch it so you, your mind can be refreshed about what happened in the last season. So, and yeah, so that way you can enjoy it more than you want. In the new season, so of course he's going to be super biased. <laughs> That I already know what's going to happen in this season, so yeah, but you're obviously biased. You are in the in this discussion. Okay. <laughs> Things that I can like this a lot, but if I know it is a bad anime, I'm gonna say yeah, it is not gonna be good. But to be honest, in this season, I'm just looking forward to two things, and both of them are going to happen towards the end. So. Wait, 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 wait. Why would you, why really would you too be on the podcast if you're going to say the anime is bad? I'm not, I'm not saying anime is bad, man. <laughs> I would have had it if you were saying the particular anime was bad. Oh, I don't agree with it. It doesn't capture how I feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. You have to be like universal liking. Regardless of the anime, you have to have something good to say about it. You can't be like, I have good I, things to say about it, man. I, I have yeah, been yeah, just yeah. praising the animation this whole time. Mm-hmm. You invest in the animation. I know how you are. Admit it. You're not into the anime because you like anime because you like this. I don't know, get off on the animation. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, my. I think that's going to be it for today's episode, guys. Yeah, and uh, closing thoughts about Demon Slayer as a whole. Um, it's worth the watch. It's definitely worth the time invested in watching the show. It's not like one of those anime that you start watching and then you lose interest. It's going to keep you interested throughout the plot. It drives the notion of family bonds and family ties and how important is for the main character to protect those bonds and reach a point to keep on fighting as the main goal. So keep that in mind. For the anime encapsulates the martial arts aspect, supernatural within the demon wise, the breathing techniques with martial arts, the good versus evil but that's like a, it's like it's a twist on that uh, archetype as well. It's not, the bad is not as what, it's not as evil as they seem. 
they're just evil by nature comparison and nature of the beast kind of scenario so keep that in mind and I really like, think it's a really enjoyable series to get yourself involved and be a part of and the more you watch it it's just like my brother watching Harry Potter he will rewatch and reread all the books and become a huge Potter fan and just all the way and it's like I I don't know sometimes if you find a series you just can't stop watching then you really need to find something similar that can now fill that void of what you lost <laughs> especially in a Christian's case I think he needs to find a new demon slayer to be assessed with <laughs> nah I was pretty I was Pretty okay with the with the manga. Oh, pretty okay. I want to say this though. I would I wasn't one hundred percent satisfied with the ending, but still, not gonna get into much detail because of spoilers. Well, we know that you just like, well, I can't talk about this. I can't talk about that. Nah, 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 nah. It is what it is. But that is the closing of this episode and the final thoughts. Just watch the show. It's worth the time. Put some time into it. And, you know, watch it Watch it periodically. Don't watch it all at once. Then you ruin the fun because you have to re-watch it again. And the new arc's coming out December, so use this as a moment to maybe catch up and support the original franchise. Anything else to say, Christian? Nope. Alright, well. Didn't want to say it all. NC anime over and out, and Christian feels the same way, even though he's biased about Demon Slayer. <laughs> well, All right, thank guys. you for listening, guys. This is the end of the episode. Thank you, and we will be back for episode six. Bye. See ya.